this is an esports podcast. This isn't about Halloween costumes, um, except for today. So we're going to say some spooky things on this podcast. So viewers and listeners, beware. Oh, yeah. Get your spook on. again hello hello this intro is better this intro is better this is not spooky yet but it's better than the last episode what's going on this is easy clap this is episode six this is uh twiz aka jonah please don't call me twiz actually and i'm joined again with uh my co-host soapy sean or uh someone else who are you uh right now it's halloween so you know we're in our whole get-ups right now i'm the cowboy cole cassidy everyone I may be a day oh, no. early, but this is why they couldn't add me to Overwatch today. It's because I'm here right now. That's right. We got Cole Cassidy and a, a pink-haired cat boy or cat girl. Uh, it doesn't matter. If you follow us on our TikTok, you'll be able to see it. Yeah, it's it's kind of cringy. Um, I he this was Soapy's idea. Uh, it was about thirty <laughs> minutes, maybe an hour before we were going to record, and he said, "Hey, quick, you got to wear a costume." And then I was like, all right, man, we'll pick each other's costumes. And I gave him Cole Cassidy. And then he chose a cat boy for me. I was like, I mean, I can't refuse. Does that right? I, nah. <laughs> you know, you know what? For the sake of the podcast, we'll just say yes, that is right. But I think all everyone knows based off of the last few episodes that that's probably not true. <laughs> Anyways, guys, this is an esports podcast. This isn't about Halloween costumes, um, except for today. So we're going to say some spooky things on this podcast so viewers and listeners beware um so before we get into any kind of esports news um let's just talk about halloween a little bit because i got some halloween hot takes that are uh so hot they're scary i i wrote that out by the way hoping that joke would land um we're gonna start with uh i don't think i have a laughing voice line (laughs) (laughs) um Anyways, I, I have a question since we're all dressed up and it's Halloween. If you could choose one character from any video game ever to dress up for Halloween when you're a kid, when you're now, like, what would it be? Like what I would dress up as? Yeah. And and OK, pretend that whatever game you choose is incredibly popular, even right now. Like it, popularity doesn't matter. Everyone will recognize you just because like in this. OK, in this situation. This may be the most obscure take. Because I don't want to be basic and say Cole Cassidy because I'm dressed up as Cole Cassidy. Yes. Yeah. But okay, back when I was a kid, Ratchet and Clank. Oh, dude, <laughs> I want to be Captain Quark, baby. Okay, wait, hold on. What the fuck? No, 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 no. I was gonna say like Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. Oh no, another be... one. And you say Captain Quark. Yeah, I want to be Captain Quark, man. He has that little like antenna on the top of his head that kind of like wiggles around. Okay, if like anyone's listening, it doesn't know who Captain Quark is. Um, in Ratchet and Clank, there's a really doofus of a, of a bad guy of an antagonist. Um, he's he's known. He's, to he's like almost a... he's almost so bad at being a bad guy that he's almost a good guy, or just the comic relief. Yeah, he's like a bumbling idiot. But he's like a likable bad guy. Like, 
I don't know that he even means to do bad things. Like he might think he's the superhero. That's who that's who he said he wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. For me, see, I was thinking, really thinking Ratchet, because Ratchet's super cool. Um, but I'm also gonna go back in time. I don't know if you ever played it, Sly Cooper. Did you ever play Sly Cooper? Uh I played bits and pieces of Sly Cooper. Okay. I was never good enough to get past the like entry level, so I didn't really get into it. But Sly Cooper himself looks like a G. Yeah, like my brother played that game when I was a kid. And so I naturally, <clears throat> I naturally like played it a lot too. And like, you're just like this cool raccoon that's a thief, but you're like, um, you're like Peter Pan. No, that's wrong. Who are you like? Who's, who's the guy that steals from the rich and gives it to the poor? <laughs> it's Robin Hood. Robin Hood. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you said Peter Pan, I was like, what? Okay, yeah. You're like Robin Hood, but you're a raccoon. You're like robin hood the raccoon whatever sly cooper um so yeah i think that would be super cool i mean obviously you would just dress up as like a villain i guess or i mean like as a, a crook or something but i mean you'd have to have the raccoon costume also okay next halloween question um favorite halloween candy oh man this is golly we may lose viewers and like listeners if i actually I say this truthfully too so i okay I, my, mine's a hot take also um well uh, if i were to receive this candy um on halloween i would say my favorite mm -hmm. would be york peppermint patties <laughs> i mean Man, you know captain quirk was pushing it but peppermint patties well yeah because like you can't say like snickers or like kit kat because you can just go buy that every day like everyone buys those like i'm talking like the unique when you go to that one house yeah the I peppermint will... patty i like is the one from charlie brown because she's bad like, okay she's such a good character but <sighs> well okay well then if mine's such a hot take let's let's hear your favorite cringe candy okay, no the favorite the favorite part isn't the cringe part like it's what i would hate so like my least favorite candy is reese's like you know like the chocolate peanut butter okay oh my god <laughs> like i despise it but yo skittles and smarties oh my god yo what i wouldn't do for some smarties on halloween uh no um so that's not that's not my <laughs> least favorite but that's definitely like on one of those top five scoreboards for me um my like least favorite are? yeah no definitely those are gross and how can you know that those are safe man like people can mess with those because the so package isn't sealed people might put like illegal narcotics into my candy for free there might they it's... might dude in today's society they might but it sounds my least favorite thing to receive on Halloween is if you're one of those people that gives out the popcorn balls, um, oh, those yo, aren't even edible too. Like, those aren't even edible. That does that, yeah. You try to break into one of those things. It's like watching Ed and Eddie and trying to chew a jawbreaker, dude. It's not, don't do that. But no, wait, another hot take number two, though, if you hand out candy corn, dude, uh, no, what? I actually enjoy, no, 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 I actually no. enjoy candy corn. It's, no. you're, it's good for like the first handful. And the after that, candy, it gets really old. The only bad candy that I like is okay. I like big hunks. I know that's a <laughs> not a very good candy. Okay, um, um, let's take a tally of any viewer that actually <laughs> knows what that is or has tasted a big hunk because I'm not sure many I, have. I wasn't allowed to have them as a kid because my mom said they'd break my teeth. So like, they're so chewy that like they'll tear off like the stuff, like fillings or something. I don't know. Um, but like banana laffy taffy. I know that's not a popular opinion either, but. And no, banana good. banana laffy taffy is pretty good. It's kind of like just picking out the bananas in the runts. Uh, runts the candy, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know that those are bad. 
I think no, those are good. good too. Yeah, wait, I think rents are pretty good. Um, anyways, moving on from candy, I got one more Halloween question. Um, I want your spookiest gaming or esports take that's so hot that it's scary. So hot that it's scary. It can mm. be from any esport, any video game, any hot takes, since we've talked about hot takes and candy and Halloween. Jeez, like, do you want something that I actually believe or do you want me to make something spooky? No, no, no. You can give me whatever you think is a hot take. And I I will give one also. If you want me to go first, I can. While no, you like No, I have it. I have it lined okay. up already. Okay, okay, I, this okay. is not pre-planned. This is on the spot, guys. Uh the LA Gladiators, uh, they beat Shanghai Dragons 3-0 next year. Okay, we're on like super, super similar wavelengths because my take was also gonna involve the LA Gladiators. This is so weird. This is why you're the co-host. We're hey. co-hosts on this one. Uh, the LA Gladiators just spent a lot of money on their uh, their team this year, picking up a lot of good pieces. Um, I think they don't even make top three next year. I think they flop. I, <laughs> I think that they're the Dallas Fuel of next year. Like the Dallas Fuel from this year that they were good and everyone they were like a top team all year. And then the playoffs came. And it's not like they flopped really because top four is... You know, that's not a bad placing, but they were striving for first. They spent the money for first, and they couldn't even make the finals. Like, that's how I think LA is going to be next year. That's, I don't, I, okay. <laughs> I'm getting, like, a really hard scare right now from Sean, but I don't know, dude. Like, we can get into it when we talk about the Gladiators, but there's something about spending so much money on a team that, like, you almost think they're, like, setting themselves up for failure. Like, it doesn't feel like, like the Shanghai from this year where, you know, they got these pieces and they feel like super, super dominant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, guys, um, if you are really <laughs> turned off by that hot take, um, I'll be starting my own um, Easy Clap podcast <laughs> after this one. Um, if you okay. want to listen to actually. Listen, we can go back to this towards even the middle of next year. They might be a team that's really good in the, like, during the season, but they're not going to do good in the postseason. I, that's just my opinion. Um, uh, my, if, that's my hot take. If y'all don't know, though, I am a huge LA Gladiators fan. So, like, that hot take hurts. But in the same sense, I am an even bigger Shanghai Dragons fan. And I do think they give the Shanghai Dragons a run for their money. Maybe not 3 0. Maybe not 3 0. But yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe in the playoffs, I think Shanghai Dragon has a lot more experience. So they may pull it out in the playoffs. But I think if they keep doing these summer tournaments, I think the LA Gladiators can win a few of those this year. Oh, that's next fine. year, that's next fine. season. That's fine. Hot takes for a reason. Hot takes for a reason. Okay, so we'll start talking about video games now. If there, if anyone listened to that and disagreed with any of our takes on candy, Halloween costumes, or hot takes, shut up. We don't care. All right. Yeah, this is our <laughs> podcast. Who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah, this is my podcast. This is his podcast, and we get two hundred thousand views a, a podcast. Like, well, I don't care. The one, and there's the one a reason we don't give you a comment section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, so we'll start with Overwatch. Um, there's kind of the biggest news of the whole podcast actually comes from Overwatch. Comes from the costume you're wearing. Um, I mean, you can start it, Mr. Cole himself. Yeah, so um, if you're not aware of the big scandal going over at Activision and Blizzard, um, I'm not even going to get into it. Um, you live under a rock. Um, read a book. Because... Uh, <laughs> I mean, we can go over it really quickly. We'll give a really, really brief explanation. Basically, I'll, I'm going to cut him off to say this. There's some really scummy Activision uh, Blizzard employees um, that have been caught doing things against a lot of HR rules, specifically involving harassment of female workers. Um, 
harassment of anyone basically and they used to do things outside of work that weren't appropriate that involved people from work there were like messages caught there were emails read there were like even things on video i think basically a lot of scumbags in that company um a lot of like women came out and talked about their time in blizzard and activision and talked about how bad it is and toxic the environment is so basically everyone in that sector of activision blizzard which they haven't released who it is exactly pretty much scumbags some of them lost their jobs um notoriously there's one person named jesse mccree that also has a character named after him in overwatch that is specifically a scumbag which is the news that he's about to like release yeah so um due to that i mean so everyone needs to understand um i know the overwatch like devs and stuff were catching a lot of hate for this and him being in the game but they they, they didn't know this is going on when they designed the character and they also don't have a lot of sway being developers of like what activision and blizzard are doing so they did the best they could and they have now changed the name of said cowboy to cole cassidy so um, I've already seen Twitch streamers, they're making memes about it and everything, but um, he's here to stay and I think it's for the good of the community. And yeah, I think it's I think it's a good change. Like, first off, Cole, that's a pretty dope name. Um, I know inside the game, I think he's going to go by Cassidy, which is also cool. I mean, I think Cassidy is a cool name. I mean, Cole Cassidy almost sounds like a cowboy, not just because it's alliteration, but... I think it's actually named after an American... Um, like outlaw that actually robbed trains and for anyone that knows overwatch you have to know um route 66 that uh map is about a train robbery from the deadlock game including um cowboy now cole cassidy so maybe they actually did some more research and instead of picking a scumbag for a name they uh picked a, a real american outlaw yeah that's true i mean it got so bad i know some people listening to this aren't even really into esports maybe or not into that much video games but it got so bad to the point where like on the overwatch league like broadcast like they stopped saying the name of the character just in protest of you know like the devs and all that and like or i mean the like stuff that's going on in activision so like it's almost like in harry potter like how they don't say lord voldemort's name basically this character is that so like a name change needed to happen now like obviously there's other things that need to happen too like <clears throat> obviously the people need to be reprimanded for what happened people need to lose their jobs because it was that serious but like this is the most that the like overwatch dev team could do so like like it was needed and it's good like i think even if you don't like the name cole cassidy you can't really be mad at like the change you know what i mean yeah so the the change real good um moving on from that speaking of people losing their jobs um <laughs> What unfortunately a, what a bad transition <laughs> unfortunately the washington justice uh part ways with their flex support baby um nah, it wasn't that good yeah they may they may actually um make them a more consistent team that's um, fine yeah like i know they had baby and closer and going into last year that was kind of like the big like downside to the team i think like their tanks were really strong their dps really strong and they were just like well they like they get a like there's a good synergy with these two supports and i think that's why they signed them less because they're like this these are the best supports that are available because there were better ones available and they were serviceable but by all means there were some times where i mean closer did some whack stuff so <laughs> <laughs> going on from there uh the guangzhou charge um they add dps develop so maybe now this they will nice. actually be some kind of a contender i know they kind of 
I don't know, fell off. The only news I remember is them uh, kicking a player off the team for racial remarks. So <laughs> okay, wait, 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 hold on. You're thinking of Hong Zhao? Oh, Hong Zhao. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking of the spark. This is the charge. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Sorry yeah. about that. This team though, like develop. He was on the bench of the Shanghai Dragons, so technically he has a ring. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, coming into the the Shanghai Dragons out of contenders, he was kind of like not like a prodigy, but. He was definitely up there for one of those players that like he could be a starter on any team. It just so happens he joined a team that has Fleta and Lip on it. So like that's tough. <laughs> like you yeah. can start over them, but you could start on another team, hence Guangzhou Charge. So Yeah, and I had that mixed up, but um I the one thing I did have right is that they were piss poor this year. Oh, they so, were bad. But they so they went from being really, really good to really, really bad. They really had one quickly. of the best they had one of the best Sigmas on their team. Like Krong, he is so good at Sigma. It was just like the rest of their team was not very good. Um, they had Eileen. Eileen has a really good Genji, but and <laughs> a Reaper okay. and Doomfist. Yeah, but like overall, there was just uh, that team could not pull together, which sucks because the year before they won a title over Shanghai, they were actually like contenders going into playoffs. But this year they didn't even make it. So oh well. Um, the another. So I know we're talking about people losing their jobs, but um, someone <laughs> someone got a job after losing it. Um, Crimso, Crimso is going over oh, to yeah. the Boston Uprising. Uh, maybe not the best. That's kind of <laughs> like like I said in last podcast, meet sports terms, uh, getting drafted as a quarterback to the Browns. Um, yeah, you go and, to the, you go to the Boston Uprising to like finish your career. That is where you go to like this is it. I have one last year. I'm either gonna pop off and another team's gonna pick me up or die die and lose not die yeah. but you know <laughs> it's it's kind of like um the european soccer players coming over and playing in the mls once they're like 50 60 years old yes, because i know that is spot on yeah yeah um so but hey um since we like talking about the la gladiators um they just keep building a better and better roster i know twiz has his opinions whatever um they're not apex so what they're not the sole dynasty super team but they do add funny astro and Depay, if I'm saying that correctly, um, he actually leaves the team. But um, getting Funny Astro as a main support, I think, is a big pickup for them. And not only do they get uh, Funny Astro, they get one of my personal favorite hit scan DPS in the league, Ons. Ons. Oh, man, what a pickup. Yeah, so Yo, I mean, every other team that didn't pick him up, um, wow, that's a mistake. Like Because now you have to play against him. So, like... And, I want to say, think that they like threw him a bag to get him, but to be fair, like he did get dropped, um, you know, from the San Francisco Shock. Like they didn't renew his contract, so maybe they didn't have to spend that much money on him. But he didn't get a lot of playtime on the San Francisco Shock. So, but like, so if you watched this past year, you're probably like, well, he played like Widow, I think, a few maps for them. I think he played Hanzo a couple times, right? Or I think Ash, so. Ash, Ash, that's what he played. He played Ash, yeah, yeah. But, like, but, it, but him with paired up with Kevster, I think he gets a starting spot over here. Dude, for sure. Like, I mean, he was good enough to start on Hitscan. It was just like he came in halfway through the year. It kind of messed up synergy, I think. But like the year before when he won the championship with him, I mean, he was the best player in the league at one point. And it was his first year in the league. And then he retired for a little bit, came back. But, you know, if he comes back to that form from two seasons ago, I mean, this guy... I mean, he's going to fuck. Like, this guy is really, really, really good. Yeah, I mean, so we're talking about, that's my take on the NA super team building going on. Um, like I said, mentioned before, Soul Dynasty is building an APAC um, super team. 
as they pick up main tank Smurf and they add flex support Jonak from the New York um, Excelsior. So, uh, so <laughs> looking kind of scary over there. Yeah, that's true. So like, I think the soul, I think it's perfect. You went into this too, because I think souls just like the LA gladiators where their team that has always come so close, but hasn't really won anything. Now, despite, I mean, the LA gladiators won a tournament at the end of this past year, they didn't win the championship, but the tournament leading into it and the soul dynasty, they've been to the grand finals of, a, of the playoffs like last like two years ago. So like there are two teams that have come close, but have never gotten like gotten the job done really. The two teams that have tried to rebuild like these last two years, they got new players and it still wasn't quite enough. Like with like Provident Fits are really good, but they can't carry the team. And then, you know, you've got Space and Kevster and Mir and Birdring. Like you've got these good players. It's just like, it feels like you're lacking everywhere else. Um, but now they've got, I mean, for the Gladiators, they've got like Skewed and stuff in their back line to like, you know, to bring it all together. And now you've got for the Soul Dynasty, you've got like Smurf as your main tank. They can play just about every tank, it seems. And then you also got Jonak and MVP from season one on your team. Like they're making strides to be a super team. Now, like are both these teams going to play in APAC? We don't know yet. So they could play against each other a lot during the year. But like it, it definitely got much more like, uh, like the teams are much more even now in APAC because I mean, the like talent is spread apart now. It wasn't just concentrated on just the Shanghai Dragons anymore. Yeah. Um, Another thing that helped balance out, I think, the APAC is the fact that the Chengdu Hunters announced that their tank late young retired from the league. Dude, that's so lame. I'm sorry. That's so lame. I, I feel like he still was like super impactful for them. I know they I know they kind of flopped and we we had them as the easy clap. <laughs> um for... okay, but it's not late young's fault. Like, okay, the Chengdu Hunters, they had Elsa retire, and that's why late young was their off tank like you know what i mean he came in partway through the year because elsa retired and he played a damn good like diva like he wasn't known to play diva before then went into contenders he practiced his diva he came back into the league and his diva was really 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 good he was part of the reason why they made that finals run against the shanghai dragons like actually they didn't win but i mean it was a really important piece to this team to so, so to see him retire I mean, at least he's retiring at the top of his skill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he may not he may not went out on top, but in terms of his own, like, career, this is the best he's done. It's just a shame because I feel like there was so much more he could have gotten out of, like, Overwatch League. I think there was a statistic um, at the end of the year that he had, I think, even though he only played half the season, he had some of the most um, ultimates eaten by Diva's DM. Dude, that's so cool. <laughs> and that's just not just Tracer's Pulse Bombs. That's like he's eaten um, Hanzo Dragon Strikes and stuff. So, I I mean, I think you said that Young went out at the top of his career. Yes, he didn't win out, but I think I think he did. I think he went out um, as best as he could, I think. Um, uh, speaking of a team that is just going to get better, um, I think Sparkle with the Dallas Fuel finally has another DPS that he can rely on so he doesn't have to play Hitscan himself um, because the Dallas Fuel signed DPS Edison. Yeah. That's so nice. I think Sparkle can really shine. You like what I did there? Um, he can really now play oh. his Doomfist. He can really play his Symmetra now because he doesn't have to worry about being the one to switch to Hitscan now that they have Edison on the team. Yeah, Sparkle's not like, and coming into this year, Sparkle wasn't really a Hitscan player either way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, he had to the, he had to learn that. Yeah, he picked up the role of like, uh, well, I mean, granted they didn't play cowboy at all, but 
he picked up the role of like Soldier 76 when they needed him. Um, they never really played Ash or Widow, but he also played Tracer too. Like this is not a hero. Those two heroes, he did not play coming into this year. He was just like Genji, Doom, Farah, like Sombra a little bit too. So like to completely flex this guy out and to win championships with him, like, or tournaments with him, like that's, it's big. But now that you have Edison to play your hard hit scan, like he'll play your Cole Cassidy. Um, he'll, <laughs> he'll play your Ash, he'll play your Widow. So you don't need to worry about those positions anymore. And you've already got everything else pretty much, you know, you got pretty much everything else in your team good for this coming year. Like this team is well-rounded now. Everyone knows their role. Um, the tank's going to be a little funky at the beginning because they have Hanbin and Fearless. Like who's going to start for them? But at least you have all your players. Like I don't think they need to sign anyone else, right? Yeah, I think they have any potential roles or new comps that come out. I think they have everything covered, especially even if it stays the same. Because now they're if it if it stays the meta stays the exact same. Now they have a true hit scan player. So I That's think yeah. they're, they're finally not one dimensional. I guess is where we're trying to get at here. Yeah, um, like I think Edison plays Tracer. So like if it stays the same and you play Sombra Tracer, which I kind of don't think that'll happen. I feel like Sombra might be kind of weird because of the new change to her. Maybe not. I don't know. But like anything else you're right like if it comes to somehow a double sniper meta like you have doha that i know can flex on to hanzo like really really well and then now you have edison to play your widow so like you've got just every comp you could think of pretty much good now where the dallas feel this past year like i said earlier in like the very beginning where i was like they were good but they were just like a top team but that's it like it was because they were one-dimensional like they only played one comp because that's all they could play because they were missing this piece yeah um speaking of another uh texas team um we hold them close to home because <laughs> we are obviously from texas but the the houston outlaws um they signed flex support iris another big pickup considering Huge. they just from picked the up pelican too. yeah so um there's already going to be some synergy there um and so i that's think sweet. houston houston i think is maybe actually should perform up to their standards yeah they're making i know moves. I know that's not their MO recently, but I think they will actually yeah, they'll actually dude, crack it. Week one of last year when they beat the San Francisco Shock, that was such a well might have been week two technically, but such a huge moment. Like when Jonku and Piggy were playing together, I mean their tank line, everything was working in the beginning. And then it came to like the play-ins to each tournament, and then they just fell flat. Like either their DPS wouldn't come out hot one time, their tanks wouldn't come out hot, but like They've gotten rid of most of their pieces. They still kept Dante, Jake, I think. Uh, that's a coach player, whatever. Uh, they kept Piggy, so they kept the good tank, which is good. And then now they have pieces like Pelican, the rookie of the year of last year, and Iris, a flex support who can like frag out. Like his on is really good, but he's known for his Zen. And like Zen's really meta right now. So that's that's kind of huge, I guess. No, yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, the Toronto Defiant, they add hot or off tank Hotba. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Meh. Meh. Okay. Yeah, okay. Hoppa was really good when he played on the New York Excelsior. But then at the end of his like time at New York, he really, really underperformed. That was when they had Hoppa and Mono, which I don't know if you remember uh, this year, he played for Philadelphia because they couldn't get their tanks, you know, from. Uh, Europe over to 
uh, Philadelphia, which was in in Asia. I know this is confusing if you're listening, but um, so they signed Hotba and he performed really well on Philly. But I, it's just so hard to tell if he was performing well on Philly because they had pieces like Carpe, like you know what I mean. Like they had like, well, they didn't have Shockwave yet, Shockwave yet, but like Carpe and Rascal were really good. Rascal, you know. Um, so like, that's was how he, I feel about Shockwave. Very yeah. uh, <laughs> like uh. was was Hoppe a product of Philly's system, or is Hoppe actually a good player? And I think it's it's hard to tell because like now he's going to an okay team, and Philly was actually a pretty good team. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's actually going to have to show off some tech to actually shine. He can't just let the team kind of carry him around. Yeah, um, but the, the, like the advantage to him going to Toronto though is that they do have Twilight and Twilight is an amazing flex support. In fact, he's probably one of the best honest in the whole league. So like you know if they get into whatever meta, like he's got a good support behind him. Um they've got a good flex DPS as of right now. Like they've got Hisu and that's pretty much all they have right now, I think. <laughs> like they don't have any pieces so it's hard to tell but like they've like historically been a team that just underperforms so well we talked some about carpe in the philadelphia fusion and they actually announced that he's coming back so yeah a, a solid move to them to stay a solid middle ground team <laughs> that <laughs> that may be sad. a hot take like, but it may be also true and i think yeah, it's more true than it is like, hot, hot take like two years ago they were the number one team in north america made it to the playoffs and got they made it to the top four but got fourth like when they flew to asia they got double first rounded um and then this year they had some issues with their team not being able to come to asia because of covid and some passport issues and then when they got their team they just underperformed because they hadn't been playing with each other all year it was almost like they were better with their pickup team than they were with their actual team which is kind of a shame um because they were just kind of a dark horse coming into the playoffs um but their best piece on their team the past three years has been carpe he's going to go down as one of the best players of all time probably alongside like Fleta and Profit and Fearless and stuff like that. So, like, I mean, you have to re-sign this guy. It doesn't matter if you spend the majority of your money. You have to re-sign Carpe. Yeah, that'd be like, uh, for another meet sports turn, that'd be like getting rid of Tom Brady and his prime on your team. And you just don't do that. So, definitely can't yeah, say that like, we didn't expect to see Carpe back because we definitely did. Yeah, or like, well, I, I know enough about football to know that Tom Brady wins. <laughs> okay philadelphia fusion they do not win um <laughs> in fact i think they're the team with the most second places out of any team ever um that's rough they, they got second place in the first year grand finals they got second place multiple times in these individual tournaments or at least third or something like that you know what i mean so like they keep coming close so it's almost like uh, i don't know enough quarterbacks but like <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is good. He has some rings, I guess, but take away I, like I guess. I, <laughs> okay. Well, what's like a quarterback that um Dak oh, Prescott? Let's tilt a lot of Cowboy fans. Mid-tier. Yeah, but Carpe's really good. Dak Prescott is not really good. Um it's uh, like it's like Drew Brees. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so Drew, Drew Brees is won, one of the best of all time, but he's yeah, he's like a he's on a mid yeah, he's on a mid team. Yeah, yeah. So that's Carpe. Carpe's like this guy's so good. And like, sometimes he doesn't get to show off because like his team isn't good enough to keep up with him. And there's been times where they've taken him off of their, not off the roster, but benched him because it's like, it like they're not going to win anyways. You know what I mean? Like it was almost hurting his stock to play him sometimes, but 
anyways moving on from carpe sorry um that's pretty much all i had for overwatch the only last thing that i think is worth noting is the fact that um before we thought the florida mayhem potentially were gonna stay an all na team yeah but it looks like they're flexing over and picking up some players from apac so kind of kind of confusing on what they're going to be doing and they're keeping yeah. it kind of low-key too yeah like we won't know until like yeah which is their like gm like comes out and talks about it because he's super super vocal on social media so he'll come out and talk about it i'm sure like they signed checkmate back who is like he was i mean he was good on their team he was not their best player like at this point don't trade yaki then like if you're gonna go half korean half, Amer half hey. american or european don't trade yaki that, that's where it was getting confusing because it's like you you trade off one of your best players and so everyone's like oh, okay yeah i mean it makes sense because they're doing this and then they're like yeah psych yeah like so the whole point of like if you're not up to date with florida mayhem like they got rid of their entire roster okay that's fine but their best player yaki they've kept because they want to trade him because they wanted to go full american or full na and then they go back and re-sign one of their old DPS slash tank player checkmate who's Korean. And then they sign a flex support from Europe. Right. I yeah. Think, like he's European. Yeah. So like now you have a mixed roster, so you might as well keep Yaki because he's one of the best players in the whole league. But I mean, are they going to like totally screw this up and trade Yaki? Because who are you trading Yaki for? That's better than him. Cause Yaki plays tracer, right? Is there another available tracer that's better than Yaki that's available? Because I can only think of one. And like, if they get Striker, who's Korean, the best tracer in the whole goddamn world, like he is better than Fleta and Lip on Tracer. He just retired halfway through the season, but he said he's coming back. If you get Striker, cool. This makes sense. You don't get Striker. What are you doing? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I think. I mean, uh, the European flex support that he's talking about is. I think it's Sir Majed. Apologies if I'm saying that wrong, but I did see him on social media. He did reach one on the ranked ladder. So Dude, yeah, that. I mean, you know, what's I mean, really cool like 4600 too. So I mean, this isn't like, um, gosh, this isn't really on topic. But speaking of beat ranked one, um, there was a point like I saw American American Tornado tweeted out that like their players now on different teams simultaneously held number one on tank support and dps like each of their old players from their team so like <laughs> and that's, that's crazy because you have people like super that are trying for that rank one they may say that they're not they're just doing it to stream but they're trying to get that rank one and i think yeah. super is like three right now so being number one and being I mean, in the league somewhere is yeah yeah you really have to grind now, you like, can't just win 10 games and kind of put your mouse and keyboard down though. Like these guys are they're they're winning and losing, but very clearly winning a lot more often than they're losing. Yeah. And there's like really good talent. Like I know he comes from contenders. I, I actually watch a lot of contenders, um, specifically European contenders too, because there's a lot of like good players. British Hurricane, baby. Yeah, British Hurricane. We saw how that turned out. Um so like there was other flex supports that were probably better than him, but I saw like on the tweet they were talking about how like there was a whole trialing system and he outplayed every single flex support that tried out for the team. So like, if that's the case, cool, like sign the best player that you can, but like you do have to take into consideration the communication that there's going to be like issues with like undoubtedly. Yeah. So I think that wraps it up for overwatch. Last comments is Cole Cassidy's here to stay. Um, hate it. Love it. It doesn't matter. Love He's it. in the game starting tomorrow. So update your oh, game, yeah, get that tomorrow. get that get that patch in there. And I swear um, to God, if this patch comes through where they give him Cole Cassidy and the Junkrat change stays, 
<laughs> I'm not going to update the game. I'm going to delete the game because holy. We all know that's dude. not true. He's going to be true. mad. He's going to play the game still every I'll single night. Play, I'll even play Junkrat too, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to abuse the patch that I'm really talking bad about. Oh, man. But, I've ranted about that before, but anyway, but, moving on. <laughs> but whatever. Um, I'll let you pick the next topic here. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not much else, guys. Like, honestly, this is a pretty slow week, honestly, in esports, but Things are picking back up. They announced the the date for the LCQ for Valorant again. So that was postponed because of COVID issues, connection issues. So um, October 27th, it's going to be online. Um, I know we talked about this before the podcast started, but I think when you suspend a tournament like this that has already been started, I almost, almost feel like, now this wouldn't be fair to the teams, but restarting the tournament almost makes more sense if you just randomize the seeds again. Because now the teams that have lost have extra footage of the teams that have won and vice versa like you have more i mean this gave teams more time to prepare so maybe that's a papega take but like i it, don't know it, I mean, it, no it definitely releases some film especially to the teams that haven't even played yet because there's the lower bracket not even the lower bracket it's just the other bracket at this point hasn't even played yet i don't think yeah like i know we talked about exit being really good but they lost right so now they're in the losers bracket so all these teams got all this film on them playing hundred thieves and Exit doesn't have any film of the teams they're going to play because they haven't played yet. So like now yeah, they're, so they're just kind of sitting in a purgatory waiting yeah. for the tournament <laughs> like, to start again. Anything, after I'm nervous because like, like they should be nervous because like they don't know what to expect. And all these other teams, I'm not necessarily have their strats 100% down, but have enough film on them because it was a long match that like, they're definitely at the advantage if you haven't played yet. Yeah. So LCQ, it, yeah. if you're if you're interested, look it up. It starts tomorrow. Um, back in, they're playing oh, online though. No, no. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> I got my dates mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, October twenty seventh. I won't use the word tomorrow. October twenty seventh, yeah, yeah, uh, okay, which is actually tomorrow. Um, <laughs> moving on. Um, so before when we kind of gave our description of what games we were playing, um, we actually didn't do that this um, podcast. That's true. But we've been playing Pokemon we, Go. <laughs> yeah, we've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. We really have. Um, by the way, if you're tracking from last podcast, and I was talking about how many candies I need to get a Gyarados, um, it's 400. Your boy is finally at 125. So keep following the grind there. Um, not <laughs> That's really a lot, man. <laughs> not really exciting, though. Um, I'm getting my steps in, though, so whatever. I'm getting in shape. Um, but anyways, going to games that we used to grind in the past before we really got on the Overwatch kick, Call of Duty. And Call of Duty being um, part of its November releases, they're releasing Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, I think it's November 5th, this Friday. So it's, if you didn't get your, it's not this Friday, it's next Friday. If you didn't get um, your hands on a beta code, well you're probably a beta um but okay <laughs> but, but but go ahead and uh pick that game up because i think that's a game that me and twiz are going to probably start grinding again and be awesome to uh get some free wins off of y'all yeah honestly like i mean i already get free sr from some people in overwatch um i'm pretty sure we took like a year off of call of duty went back still was winning like every game gbs like i didn't enter any tournaments but same thing um i mean the game looks cool I know the game has become super, super popular. This is so weird because I, I don't know if you remember Infinite Warfare, Black Ops 3, Black Ops 4. Like, the, no one was watching Call of Duty. No one was playing Call of Duty. And then because of, like, um, Warzone. I mean, we went to the CWL event and it wasn't even, like, sold out. And that was, like, the championship event. Dude, I know. So, like, <laughs> like um, gosh, 
I lost train of thought. So like, yes, yeah, so Warzone blew, blew the game up. So now everyone plays this game. Like, even if it's just for a little bit, like because you play Warzone, you're inevitably gonna play the multiplayer also. So I think that's so weird, the transition that's happened and just what Warzone's done for this game, which is good because, I mean, more people get jobs from these streamers, the, you know, whatever. Um, but the game itself, oh, I feel like has declined. I don't know if it's the, it's gonna be running on the Modern Warfare like uh, system again which what a letdown of a game cold war what a letdown of a game i mean I and, and and to be fair we're not like one of those people that are like oh my god modern warfare 2 is the best game of all time there's nothing going to be the same no we're, i feel like we're pretty fair and those yeah, games so like, were, let's, let's were kind of letdowns you know and just, we can and we can even go over the things that we miss so y'all can even get our actual opinions yeah let's like let's preface this with a few things first off okay what is your favorite Give me your top two or three Call of Duty teams of all, or Call of Duty games of all times. Um, well, wow, you put me in a sticky situation because Modern Warfare Two is definitely one of them. Um, no, no, that's fine. But I'm letting you like I'm letting you talk to see this, not just like the old games are the best because I know there's some newer ones in there. Um, What's your top three? Uh, well, if you give me it top three, to be, it doesn't have to be in order. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, Bo4, Bo3, Modern Warfare Two. Okay, so we almost have the exact same list because I uh, Black Ops Four very very near and dear to my heart that game incredible uh black ops 3 is also definitely up there like i know it was the best jetpack game um like it's the best black ops game probably of the series that's the only hot take i have on that because i definitely think black ops 2 is better or black ops 3 is better than black ops 2 like i know that's a hot take but i think black ops 2 is overhyped i think it was just new and exciting and so that's why it's held dear to those people's hearts but come that's on that's true and that's right when the like like Call of Duty League, like popped off. You know what I mean? When I first started, not like CDL, but like the CWL. Um, like that's when that stuff popped off. So that game, everyone's like, wow, this is great. We were all like in middle school. Like the game was the biggest game. You know what I mean? And then my third is a tie between Modern Warfare 2 and Infinite Warfare. So you know what I mean? Like I've got the mix. We've got the mix of old games. We got the mix of new games. Also, uh, we competed in this game in these games this isn't a, yeah. this isn't coming from someone who's bad at call of duty okay i literally went to vegas to compete in this game we compete in tournaments and won tournaments online like won money like you know what i mean so like this isn't coming from people who are just like plebs at the game and like boohoo we're not good at this game like we go back and are still good at this game it's just not a good game yeah it's one of those things where we may not have as much fun because the game's kind of toxic especially with the hacker issue that's why i can't really get into Warzone. and i know i only lifted off um listed off older games but the first time call of duty went back to boots on the ground what was that call of duty world war world war ii oh yeah world war ii um so that game was i was super good because the ppsh was meta and i played running <laughs> i played running gun or i play sniper and the gumshoe version of whatever sniper it was Absolutely disgusting. So I love that game. That's going to be my honorable mention. I'm not going to give it number four, though, but it'll be honorable mention for me. Yeah. But but, like, so like, with that being said, though, like the new game. So like when it switched to like when Call of Duty was reinvented, which obviously Activision spent a lot of money on the game and a lot of money on advertisement was when Modern Warfare 2019 came out two years ago, because um, that's also when the CDL started, the Call of Duty League. Um, so a lot of money was invested into this game. A lot of people were playing this game. Um, that's also when Warzone came out. Yes, that's when Warzone came out. So like everything was going good for Call of Duty. This is the the renaissance, right? The comeback of Call of Duty. And then I don't know if you, I know we played Modern Warfare a little bit, but man, did that game suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I don't want to say this is the game that kind of ruined it for me and made me go to Overwatch. It, but... dude, it, it pretty much did. I remember playing, I would stay up till uh, three in the morning grinding GBs, which for anyone listening, it's like, it's like competitive Call of Duty, but like you sign up, you can pay money to play premium matches or tournaments, and you're you're competing against people who are also like taking it super seriously and competing. And like you get put on a ladder, which gets you into tournaments. It's like a path to pro kind of. Um, I would stay up grinding those, winning them too, and still not having fun, just because the game became so mainstream that now everyone just sits in a damn corner and plays like they're playing against scump in a 1v1 but they're also 12 years old at the same time simultaneously they're like i, I contradicting themselves like they they're taking the game so seriously that they're playing like they're not and so it's like not fun yeah and that that's kind of how it went because i remember um i got asked to play by one of my um wife's friend's little brothers and he was like hey my friends want to know if you're actually really that good and i was like <laughs> i was like okay, okay and i was like um and uh, love the kid. Um, he's just not not the greatest. I mean, a very average Call of Duty player, and I think that's majority of people, to be honest. Um, but I went into the lobby and absolutely dominated them, and it wasn't it wasn't even close. And it was we had a rematch, and of course, and the next match, the two kids were hiding in corners, like you were saying, Twiz, with shotguns. And the addition of shotguns as a primary thing has ruined Call of Duty for me because I don't even get the frame to even see them before I'm dead <laughs> with the call of duty, like with yeah. just the way that works. So, I mean, yeah, there's, like, there's, I, if there's ways to be good guys. We're telling you right now, we're get, we're giving yeah, you the secret like, information, but we're not telling you how to have fun because that's definitely not it. Yeah. Like, and maybe that is your version of fun. Like call of duties. I will give it props for being a game that out of the box is just like an easy game to pick up. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you've never played an FPS game and you just are like, man, I want to just shoot someone. <laughs> whoa that's context um shoot someone in a game then like if you buy a call of duty game doesn't matter what year it is just pop it in like you know what i mean you'll have that experience where some of these other games like if you get a pick up like other fps games like rainbow six siege or um csgo like all these other uh, fps games like you don't just pick it up and you're good because there's so many other things that go into it this game is like it's for everyone i know it's rated in but most of the fan base is really young. It almost yeah. feels like this must have this must game this game must feel like what it felt like for us when we were in middle school and we would get on and like dominate like 20 something year olds because we're like couldn't it was our life to play Call of Duty. Yeah, that's what we spent our time on. And so as much as I like to argue with Twiz on like hot takes and stuff, I have to agree with that completely because I was gonna say that Call of Duty is a game that you could put in and in a month you will be 10 times better than what you were and then in two months you may be like two times better you're never going to become like pro unless you just are like really really talented but yeah. you will continually get better at this game um i think if you just sign into a valorant or csgo game um, you will you will never get good because the other team just doesn't allow it because yeah, they've been playing like, for so long if you've never played some of these other games even overwatch if you've never played overwatch and you just like decide this is the first game I'm going to pick up and play ever. Like, trust me, you're not going to have a fun time because it, there's a huge learning curve. Call of Duty doesn't have that. And that's really good for video games, which leads into esports because eventually you'll be like, this is really cool. I want to see what it's like to see people who are really good at the gameplay. And then you turn it, you tune into Twitch or YouTube and you're like, oh, look at this guy, Scump, Crim, Clay, all these really good players. Like, you can watch their POV or you can watch the Call of Duty League and like, 
it just leads to more fans too, which is cool because that's how like sometimes pros will be like, I didn't even know there's a pro scene. And then they were just like pub stompers turned pros and then now they're good. You know what I mean? So like this new game going back to World War II, I don't know if that's the right decision. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I have my opinions on it because um, at first when there was jetbacks in BO4, the, everything I was nah, saying. Nah, 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 Black Ops 3, Black Ops 3, Black Ops 3. Is it three? Jetpacks? Black Ops 3? Black Ops 4 is boots on the ground, but it was like futuristic boots on the ground. Oh, that's right. That's right. So BO3, I think the one thing I was always saying, like preaching out loud, especially every time I died to it, was like, oh my God, just take jetpacks out of the game. I need a boots on the ground game ASAP. And as soon as I got it, I dominated. But now that there's been so many boots on the ground games in a row, I'm like, <laughs> Yo, oh my God, I miss, I miss jetpacks because I will tell you in any game that I've played, and there's quite a few, there is no movement like BO3 movement where you can G slide out windows and then double jump over over a building you shouldn't be able to double jump over and headshot someone out of spawn in a search and destroy game. Yo, imagine like, okay, we can touch on that really quick because if you're listening to this and you, if you play any sort of video games, you've played Call of Duty. And I know there's a point where you're like, cause most people were like, oh, I'm so sick of jetpacks. It was three years of jetpacks, okay? Like it wasn't that long. And most people were mad because they wanted a game that you could just, like I said earlier, like you could just pick up and play. Now, like Advanced Warfare, Infinite Warfare, and Black Ops 3, those are the three jetpack games. Those you did have to take a second to learn the movement because you could run on walls. There was like ultimate abilities. I mean, there was new like types of weapons. Like, you know what I mean? There was like a learning curve to those games, but I think that's why we liked them. Or at least I liked them because the skill ceiling was so much higher. Like, it was games that there was no such thing of sitting in a corner because no, there, it didn't matter couldn't. because I, I turned the corner above you, but 20 feet above you. Yeah. And like, like, and you were moving so fast and like people were like people who didn't like the game were probably not good at the game and that's fine. Like you can not like a game because you're not good at it. I don't like Valorant playing because I'm not good at Valorant and like, sure. I could take the time and learn it, but I mean, I'm not going to go out of the way to learn a game that I don't like. Right. So we went back to boots in the ground. World War II, the last time Sledgehammer made it, it was all right. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a bad game. Mid. Like, yeah, like I said, like it didn't do anything wrong necessarily. I just think that less people are less interested in World War II games, but I think Activision is too scared to go too futuristic because they're going to get the hate they did on Black Ops 4 and the, the Jetpack games. You know what I mean? Like those were so futuristic. That I think people were like, we want something realistic like Modern Warfare 2 and Black Ops 2. But then you get stuck with a game like, Modern Warfare 2019, Black Ops Cold War, which isn't bad, but they're just reskins essentially. It's just not good. Like the gameplay is monotonous. Like you, like I know every Call of Duty game is just you load into another game and you're playing the same thing over and over again. But at least in these older games, not older, like Jetpack and Black Ops 4, like there were so many different things in the game that made it fresh. I just don't yeah. get that in this. I've never seen a YouTube montage of any of these new games with boots on the Hell ground where no. people are hitting some like pomage type shots. So I'll say that. Dude, um, I know. It's a little contradicting because those originated like on Mono Warfare like two and stuff, like doing like I don't know, a thousand sixties off of the top of Rust kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, you don't see that though. And I think that's where the game's lacking. Like you said, it's like there's no like fun, exciting aspect. You can't hit a three-man clip. Um, over a building like i was saying yeah and you know when... why you can't is because people take the game too seriously like, yeah i know there's competitive game modes for a reason and like those you should take seriously like you should play the game mode to its like fullest extent in those game modes but 
before Modern Warfare in 2019, when all the like regular people got back into playing Call of Duty and was mainstream, you would get into lobbies where everyone was running around in snipers and like not because they had to, but because like you could and it was fun and everyone had this agreement that like we're actually here just to have fun. And now it's like even in public lobbies, it's like we're not here to have fun. I only want to win and I don't care if I don't have fun in the process. So like going back to these games, if you're good at any game that's FPS, go go play Call of Duty Cold War and tell me it's not really easy because I could have like I'll go like months without picking up that game and going back and it's like you shred these kids because they don't know how to play the game. But like that's not fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's, like, a, it's, a, it's a lack of game sense for sure. Yeah. And like, so hopefully World War II either does one of two things and it either is a good game on its own. And it's like, World War II had some good maps. You know what I mean? They definitely, and I hear London Docks is coming back, which is pretty pog champ. That was a good map. Those like, are my favorite maps. Yeah. You know what it did really well? Uh, Search and Destroy was really, really good in World it War It spread II. the wealth because Dude. it wasn't just the typical three sight line, like, that's all you get. There were so many things like obstructing views. Yeah, but. I think I think Modern Warfare took that too far. You know what I mean? So hopefully they're taking all this data and they're like compiling in and taking only the good. And you're going to end up with a game that is good on every front. Chances of that happening are really low, but you never know. Um, or I hope that this game is uh, like a slap in the face and they're like, oh, you don't want us going back to World War II for the second, third time? Because Call of Duty 5 was World at War. And like then there's World War II and now there's World War II two two like i don't know. <laughs> like you're running out of wars just make something up that's why you have to go futuristic like battlefield the new battlefield it's futuristic it's black ops black ops 40 you know what i mean like it takes place 40 years in the future or something and it looks really really good because it's it touches base with reality but also like wouldn't it be cool if and then like that's what that game has this game is like remember back in nazi germany when blah 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 like that's what this is it's just retelling a story that we've already played twice yeah so it's definitely super repetitive um going back to like personal experiences and talking about how the older games were just fun because people didn't take them serious i remember there's times where um me and twiz and a few other of our friends would literally get into search and destroy lobbies and be winning so often this isn't us tooting our own horn by the way if it oh, is whatever listen this guy Ever since he put on this like cape and cowboy costume, he cold Cassidy high noon his own ass. He's like, I'm the best that's ever. T it's high noon. That's what he said. Um, Quite actually and literally. Um, but we would go and be like, hey, you know what? Okay, someone's gonna put it together the most obscure class. Like, give me, <laughs> give me a Magnum with a 16 a time, <laughs> yeah, red dot sniper sight on it with speed loader, and that let my uh, sidearm be a like Strela rocket launcher that can't even <laughs> lock onto people. And we would go into these search and destroy lobbies and beat people. But then the fun part was when the other team realized kind of what you're doing, they'd pull out some janky stuff too, and it wasn't just like a a toxic shit stomp like people yeah. people would realize what you're doing and actually have fun and that's like i guess i hate bringing overwatch into everything but i also love doing it kind of like how you can do that in overwatch where if, if you see a hog one-on-one -on -one and you just waved hi to him no, 50% of the time he may wave <laughs> high back even in a competitive game and just walk away from you yeah it's like so like you have that's this, like that, agreement with players sometimes it's just like no i forget this is actually supposed to be fun yeah like, and there's like a I, I saw it on twitter earlier and it's like the tea bag when it's not done like to someone's face is a sign of like peace 
If you yeah. teabag in a Call of Duty to another guy across the map, he's probably going to leave you alone for that second or try to like figure out what you're doing, but he knows you're friendly. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of what the game's missing. So I guess the takeaway here is we're telling everyone that, hey, you just worked your nine to five job. Just get online to have fun, man. Like, yeah, like it, you don't need to get on and sweat your ass off because you know what? If I find out that any of you greasy slime balls are the people that do that in Call of Duty, I will come on and I'll play Call of Duty and I won't have fun, but the I will bring joy in myself in you not having fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because it's just a domino effect. Like, I think I it's it's maybe it's just us being like downers and being like, we're not having fun in games, so you can't have fun in games. But to but be like, fair, I think um, a lot of it also is like is a skill based matchmaking kind of ruined it because there's times where like if we haven't picked up the game in months, I'm going to join a lobby with a bunch of other people that seem like they haven't played the game in months. And maybe they actually were playing. They're just actually at that skill level, whatever. Um, but we, we'll dominate them. And then like two games later and I'm having fun, right? Two games later, I'm literally playing against Optic. Like, it's like, <laughs> like these are guys like I I'm definitely feel like I'm getting killed by someone that's streaming with a thousand views that is like seven hours in and has already had two bottles of G Fuel. Like, and don't get me wrong, that's so fun, but go do that in a competitive lobby. Yeah. Now, like, I know we're talking all this shit. Yeah, we'll make that clear. Like, go into a competitive lobby and sweat your brains out, bro. Like, we used to play. Because we like, did that. Yeah, we did that. Like, if you're listening, we used to go and we would warm up in public lobbies and be like, this is kind of fun, but we know that we're not letting other people have fun. So then you go to competitive and you'll play people at your skill level because it's competitive. And then you know what? You'll end up sometimes running into pro players and that used to be so fun. But you, if you took that mentality and put it into a public lobby, like that's so lame. What you was heard? it a uh, BO4? We were playing scrims and guess who we ran into? Daddy Optic Crim6. Oh, we did. That's right. We, we ran into Crim6, and I got one kill that game. And I consider myself a, I mean, clearly consider myself a good Call of Duty player. I got one kill, and that one kill was on Crim6. So, goaded. Soapy yeah, Dishwater, goaded. Yeah. Like, when I remember playing, and we ran into Scraps and Wuskin, and then two other players, I don't know, I think they were just, like, challenger players, but, like, that was crazy. We won that game, by the way. That is me talking my own tooting my own horn. We won that game, and then we played. Toot, toot. Then we played three of the players from the now Atlanta phase. Uh, didn't win a single round, but you know what? Like it was competitive. It was fun because of that. But like if I did that in a public lobby, I would have been so mad. I probably would have turned off my game. I would have been like, this isn't fun. Um, and by the way, that's skill based matchmaking, baby. That, that is skill based. <laughs> yeah. <matchmaking. laughs> so, anyways, that's pretty much it. We talked about uh, what did we talk about. We talked about some Overwatch, Halloween. Uh, Valorant. We talked about Call of Duty now. Um, we can start closing it out. There really isn't any news for uh, Smash yet. Give me two weeks and then there'll be news about Smash because that's when Main Stage starts. Main Stage is one of the biggest tournaments of the year. We'll have a lot to talk about that. I'm going to force Soapy over here to play some Smash so we can really get into the community but like more. Um, what else? Uh, um, one thing we already talked about doing really bad is plugging our socials. And Twiz has told me that there is a TikTok. I mentioned it earlier in the podcast at the very beginning. He is running a TikTok account. And if you don't know already, if there's long, awkward pauses, it's because we're looking at each other with facial expressions, <laughs> realizing, not realizing that you cannot read our faces on a podcast. So we're going to have a TikTok where you can see some of these moments. That's um, right. I haven't decided if I want to post this like video form, like on YouTube. I feel like the kid, like if there's a bigger outreach on TikTok, at least right now, 
um especially when one of you is a cat boy and the other one is cole cassidy so like the because <laughs> those are multiple times throughout this podcast that i've done like the little uh anime cat meow little like hand movement and like, y'all may not want to see that so. <laughs> look right at me and but i like, have to oh, see it and i have to keep pause, composure and i'll be like oh man i forget this isn't like just a video podcast anyways uh i think there's one thing we do have to talk about it's the easy clap of the week this is why everyone came here um the easy clap of the week this one's uh this was voted on by y'all our followers all 200,000 of you um thank you so much for watching and i appreciate your votes but when i posted the poll why did only 50,000 of you respond yeah, uh, get your weight up um, yeah honestly like we're into this for the money okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's be clear. Uh, we haven't received a single check yet, but that's just because the statement hasn't posted, it's baby. Way, it's on its way. Yeah, it's, it's on its way. Yeah, anyway, y'all aren't donating enough. This is, is the, the only time that we're gonna say his name seriously. Um, Jesse McCurry from Overwatch got easy clapped. He's now he's now been named Cole Cassidy. That was the easiest clap I think we've ever given before. Um, yeah, I mean, not only just the character, the guy himself. Dude, easy a, clapped easy clapped out of the company bro yo what a scumbag you're oh, done like how how lame bro honestly especially when if you could get your name into like a video game that's got to be one of the coolest things of all time i know being like in a movie sounds cool because you're like everyone can watch you but like knowing that every time someone plays your character they're actually playing like your like you physically that's got to be so cool and like to think you went and ruined it that's that's kind of unbelievable dude um scumbag easy clapped definitely easy clapped the only good thing and this is a hot take for some i guess but the only good thing that came from this whole situation every other voice actor in the game that has an interaction that says the dredged jesse mccree name now has to come back and redo everything <laughs> with the name cole cassidy so get your bag no that's get true. your I, bag I, and you know I'm, and matt know mercer is gonna cash in on the new oh i mean hopefully they don't change the voice actor actually i guess that's something we we could have mentioned that yeah, they I could potentially they, change the voice actor will, because there was little little notice that was just like every cowboy has his honest truths or something like that so like i think it's supposed to be the the point was that like cole was lying about what his real name was because he was running away from his past so he changed his name but now he's ready to accept it because something lore wise in the deadlock gang so still a cowboy still the same character just a new name um so that's pretty much it you can find us on tiktok at easy clap podcast uh you can find me at jonah underscore christ on twitter and then cole where can we find you uh you can find me on twitter two accounts first one personal sean thompson 10 underscore i don't i misplaced the underscore guys i'm sorry it's supposed to be in between the thompson <laughs> wait, 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 and the 10 wait. it's after sean wait what is it it's after the 10. It was supposed to be before the 10. It's after the 10. Sean Thompson, oh, 10 okay, underscore, okay. Um, whatever. <laughs> um, and then if you want to follow the Overwatch one specifically, again, it's only Overwatch content. Don't go there looking for anything else. I will block you. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is just at Talk Overwatch. Um, uh, so I pretty much just go over all the all the greasy details of the Overwatch League changes and what's going on right now. So Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, that's pretty much it from us, guys. If you want us to talk about anything specific, when I post a TikTok and you it, like undoubtedly laugh your ass off because it's I'm just a comedian. You, you almost have to on this one because you you got to see the outfits. You you honestly have to go check the TikTok out. And if I haven't posted TikTok yet, shut up. Like, give me a day. 
All right, I have a life keep, a little keep, bit. No, keep the pressure on. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's probably just playing Overwatch and giving out free you SR. You can leave a comment there and say, hey, why don't you guys talk about this? This is my favorite eSport that we don't talk about. As long as it's not League of Legends, we'll talk about it. We can watch anything. We're not watching League of Legends. I'm sorry. Um, maybe he wants to talk about anime. I, we're not going to do that, but we could. Hey, we have a new prod, a podcast brewing. We don't know how true it's going to be or what it's going to be. We'll but see what happens. It, it may be anime related. You have to let us know if you're going to want to listen to something like that. Okay. Well, have a spooky Halloween, guys. Oh, yeah. Get your spook on. <laughs>